Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Hey, Jordan, I subscribe to a comic book. Uh, I did it by going to marvel.com, okay. which is a website from 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Does it have in, the uh, Allie McBeal dancing baby on it? It literally there's, – And there's, there's just a those, swirling pot leaf? There's one of those animated construction workers. And it right. It's still under construction. Sure. There's a counter at the bottom That's how you of know the it's Marvel 19, yeah. subscription website. And then an old, uh, and an old photo of an alien's head. Well, his, what happened is one of the grays. I posted on Twitter about um, so I, obviously Ta-Nehisi Coates. Anytime anyone from the Atlantic or the New Yorker writes a comic book, sure. I feel it's my cultural obligation to subscribe to it. Sure, yeah. Uh, since I am the I am the twi- I am the meeting point of those things. Like when David Edelstein was writing <laughs> Booster Gold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, did you read Tad Friends' uh, run on? I don't know the name of any good uh, secondary. Booster Gold's the only one I have. Yeah. I'm sorry I stole Booster Gold from you. How about let's take this again? Because I know. Wait, no. I have Firestorm, the Atomic Man. There you go. Did Great. you read? Did you enjoy? Uh, did you enjoy Tad Friend's run on Firestorm, the Atomic Man? Ah, <laughs> yes. Thank what you. a pull. Thank you. So I posted on Twitter. So Ta-Nehisi Coates is writing this, uh, writing this thing on uh, Black Panther. And I was like, well, I should check that out. Mm-hmm. It came. I have a subscription to The Atlantic. There was a little preview in there. I got mm-hmm. excited. Um, but I wasn't prepared to make a special trip to the comic book store every time it came out. Sure. So I was like, well, I'm, I guess I'll get the, the, uh, the book compilation sure. of it. Uh, which is usually if I'm reading a comic book, it's a little more convenient. Sure. Yeah, they'd call it the trade in the business. The trade, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's how I like to read saga, mm-hmm. comic book saga. Got to get some new ones of those. Um, but uh, uh, so I post on Twitter, like, how long does it take to, mm. to, for that to come out? I did not know that this was a hot button issue mm. in the comic book mm. community. Uh, lots of people were super helpful. I'm mm. going to put it at 80% of people were super helpful about it. Sure. 20% of people told me about how I was destroying comic books by by buying the compilation version instead of it one at a time. They got so mad at me. I didn't I enjoy I like comic books and I didn't know about this controversy. Apparently I I stepped on a real landmine Mm. but then but then, Jordan. Okay. So I didn't know what to do. Also, I would have had to wait seven months, which I was not prepared I mean, to do. You don't do. want to single-handedly destroy an entire industry either. No. Like you did to the steel industry <laughs> yes. last year. Yeah, sure. Um, plus, I got to get – I have to have like a routine ready for when David Remnick starts writing the Bat Ape comic. <laughs> bat ape? Yeah, it's a bat ape. Okay. I read about it in Glenn Weldon's book. Okay. So anyway, uh, I, I somebody posted me a link. You can just subscribe by mail like it was 1975. Huh. So that's what I did. Yeah. But the website, I, I don't think I've ever typed in a credit card number more times than on this website. Yeah. It was like, it was like becoming an ESPN insider in 1995. You know what kinds of... Oh, Okay. I have a kind of website I want to mention. Yeah. Should we bring in our guest and then we can talk about sorts of websites that make us nervous? Yeah, sure. I, I don't know if she got the memo that the, the subject for today's Jordan Jesse Go is types of website. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but, you know, I'm sure she's used the Internet, uh, surfed the World Wide Web. She yeah. probably knows a little something about websites. Uh, she is uh, an actress. She is a star of the Netflix original series Love, mm-hmm. on which she is fantastically good. In fact, my wife and I had a nice conversation about what a great job she was doing on the show sure. just last night. Uh, she wa- was one of the stars of the television show Community. I know you like to it. rub it in that you have a wife, but I'll say <laughs> when I was watching the show, uh-huh. I picked up my cat and pressed her face to the screen <laughs> so that she could enjoy it. So, so it. we've all got a lot going on. Um, Gillian Jacobs. Hi, Gillian. How are you, pal? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Cool pizza socks. Thanks so much. I think they're crew cuts. J. Crew's children's line. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, did you take those from a child that you abducted or are no, those, I love, you purchased those for yourself? I love the crew cuts line. I have a backpack from them. Oh. I have a T-shirt from them and I have many socks from crew cuts. Do they all feature pizzas? No, I have ones with cartoon cats on them. Mm-hmm. I have ones with stripes. They have a lot of glitter thread going on in their socks. It's it's a fun time. They're eye-catching. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that you're small enough to wear a child's sock. Oh, I am. You're a medium-sized person. Am I? Mm, I think so. I feel short. Uh, you look bigger on TV. <laughs> Tiny feet and ankles, though. Uh-huh. Medi- Delicate. Yeah. Delicate prancer, like a <laughs> like a like a swan that's in the ballet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got but it. ironically not Swan Lake. Yeah, <laughs> and w- wears crew socks. Sure, that's the one. So, Jordan, what type of website upsets you? Like when you need to look up the lyrics to a song. Oh my Those god! Those websites are always oh. from the dawn of the internet. No oh. one has made a lyrics website since 1994. What oh. about Rap Genius? Yeah. Okay. So I was about to say about Rap Genius. Mm. So there's this website called Rap Genius. Oh, I had to look up the theme song to Mr. Belvedere. Today. <laughs> <laughs> and really had to dive into some some GeoCity shit. They don't have that on Rap Genius? I mean, I don't know. I yeah. guess I should bookmark it. Look under uh, B for Belvedere if you just Look only on. looked under M for Mr. Oh, that's probably mm. it. So Rap Genius is a website that its great innovation was to present lyrics of rap songs mm-hmm. in a clean, comfortable a well-lighted context, and then allow people to the community to annotate those lyrics mm-hmm. um, uh, so that people from outside of the rap community could understand the special words. Mm-hmm. And uh, I use it a lot because if I'm writing a thing about um, for, for Bullseye about rap music, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's a convenient place to look at uh, rap lyrics for the reason that you described about mm-hmm. every other lyric sure. website. There's two problems with it. One is when they built their uh, database, uh, they just stole all of the transcriptions from, you know, the internet celebrities? Uh, Yes. So one of those guys, Rafi, Mm -hmm. used to run this website called the Original Hip Hop Lyrics Archive. Mm -hmm. Uh, They just stole all of the lyrics from the original hip-hop lyrics, like basically just leached their database, Mm -hmm. then denied that they had done that, but like all the typos were the same. Like it was just like it was just like type. It was like transcriptions of, you know, uh, uh, Nas songs that people on Rec. Music. Hip Hop or whatever had done in 1996. So that's one thing. Also, I read an article maybe in New York Magazine about the guys who they got now. They now have like all this uh, venture funding mm. for Rap Genius, which is now Genius. It's just for annotating things, and. Uh, they sounded like literally the worst human beings in the world. Like worse than the guy, worse than that one guy from Vice. 
<laughs> yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, interviews with venture capital guys uh, never uh, 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 never make the guy look good. These guys were like power bros. Mm-hmm. They were like super ultra power bros, like having a party on a Williamsburg roof. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez, these guys. But now I feel guilty, but I still use it. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm going to have to deal with go to... fucking moving pop-up ads and shit. I'm sure someone trying to get you to download a crazy frog ringtone. Yeah. Exactly. That's all the things on there. What's your favorite type of website, Kelly? <laughs> oh, golly. Um, what's my favorite type of website? Sports news. Sports news. I'm constantly sure. checking the scores. Sure. Children's socks. Children'ssocks.org. <laughs> sure. Um, oh.org. Is that a nonprofit? <laughs> yeah. Or just a community organization? <laughs> it's for people who love children's socks. Oh, cool. Um, I like that website, Atlas Obscura. Do you oh, know? yeah. That's also good when you're traveling and want to find a weird place to go to. Yeah, it's like what a, have you? What have you? But found? okay, I'll tell you the problem with that website. Okay, wow, that was an emphatic yeah. point. Mm. Uh, sometimes the places have closed and they don't update it. So mm. I do remember one time in New Orleans, I walked a long ways in the middle of winter, and it was not as cold as the East Coast, but it was still pretty cold. Yeah, we, I thought you were going to say the middle of summer when you said no. the middle of. Yeah. Well, I've also done the that. The middle in New of a classic New Orleans mild it winter. Was, Jesse, how much time have you spent in a New Orleans winter? Not very much. Okay, thank you very much. It None, was cold. literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, to only find that the place had closed. But you, here's what you do. You stop along the way at one of their, uh, you know, many Bourbon Street bars. You get a hot hurricane. I don't drink. You so walk that's... with the hot hurricane. Get a nice hot. You know, you can have some of their chicory infused coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cafe du Monde, but just hot grits, handfuls of hot grits in your face. Sure, they got places. That'll, they got... For... that'll give you some fortitude. But you've walked all that way and you get there and it's closed. That was a yeah. bummer. That was a letdown. Where so... have you? Where have you found that's been good off uh, Atlas Obscura? Other places in New Orleans that were still open. <laughs> what um... was still open? What's since closed? I'm very sad the to hear The childhood this. home of celebrity chef Paul Prudhomme? <laughs> no, but it was... Uh... It's called the Paul Prudhomme. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a dome. It's a literal dome. He lived in a... <laughs> a the Prudhomme dome? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Conti Wax Museum, which some uh, New Orleanian told me was closing imminently. So I'm sad that people don't get to see that anymore. What is it? It was a wax museum which charted the history of New Orleans... Um, and then had a special thing at the end that was figures from um, New Orleans's future. <laughs> I wish. No, then it would have predicted its own demise. That would have been, oh, sure. Um, but they chilling. Had, yeah, they had like a, a a section at the end that was all creatures and characters from horror movies. Uh, literature like uh, Frankenstein or like the Pit and the Pendulum that Edgar Allan Poe. It was just this weird addendum at the end. Wait, they had <laughs> it the history of New Orleans and then fictional monsters. Yes, <laughs> that is a great mishmash of a place. Mm-hmm. I am, I, I am in like Frankenstein. Sure, yeah. The cask of Amontillado. Sure, <laughs> like, yeah. A real cask, but rendered in wax. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was an amazing place, and I went. I was all by myself, and it really is true that there's nothing creepier than being in a wax museum by yourself, even yeah. though it's the middle of the day. Sure, I knew there were, the, but then you get to the monster section at the end. You're like, really? Are you just are you leaning into it a little bit hard with the creepiness of a wax museum sure. by having the the monsters? But yeah, I heard it was closing. It was amazing. But also, I was the only person there, so I maybe understand they haven't turned a profit in quite a while. 
<laughs> you go to the Liberace Museum? You ever been there? No. Yeah, I think that I think that closed. Where's that? Mm-hmm. I don't. It's in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Oh, I don't go to Vegas often, but I would go for that. I've only been once. I made some time to go to the Liberace Museum. Gosh, darn it! I didn't know it was there. Yeah, it's not anymore because you didn't go there. Oh, oh my fault. They heard that you were in town, <laughs> and you were just busy drinking hot hurricanes. <laughs> What is a hot hurricane? Uh, I mean, I guess a hurricane is like their signature, like you know, all the lick, all the liquors, and yeah, some blue like food a, color, like that stuff. Like, what's that drink where it's like whatever collects in the mat? You know that? <laughs> yeah, pour yeah. That in that's, mat, mat squeezies. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, uh, but yeah, I, and I don't think they serve them hot. That was uh, oh okay because that would be gross. I think was my yeah. that was, was your the joke. joke. That I was, was trying the jo- to make. Oh, got it. Yeah, okay. it's like heating up a Long Island iced tea or something. See, I don't. Oh, yeah. you know what? That might be good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. If you, Long you Island it, hot tea. Would you serve like it with a, a slice of lemon? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, Long Island iced tea, English style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you say to the bartender. Cup that's, that's with milk and sugar? And they, yeah, and they boil it. <laughs> Scoop of beans. Uh-huh. <laughs> All the liquors. Oh. Yeah, that'd be nice. That sounds nice. Uh, what were you in New Orleans for? Uh, there was one year where I did three movies there, two of them almost back to back. So I had a lot of downtime. Oh. Yeah. What uh, What did you – what were your like – I mean obviously you're not going to the Wax Museum every day. No. Did you have more like habitual New Orleans things that you did? Hmm. Coffee Fa- every, every afternoon with celebrity chef Paul Prudhomme. <laughs> fan, fan boat rides with Harry Anderson and Harry Shearer. <laughs> Just hanging out with Harry Shearer listening to his complaints about his job on The Simpsons. Sure. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What were my regular haunts? I'm, I'm now. I can only think of things I only did once. Like there is a uh, district supreme courthouse right in the uh, the French Quarter, and I saw through a window that they had a stained glass ceiling in one of the rooms. So I just walked in one day and said, "Can I walk around?" And they said, "Where do you practice law?" And I was like, "I'm not a lawyer." And they said. So where's your architecture firm? I'm like, I'm not an architect. They're like, then what are you? The only people that ever want to just walk around here are architects or lawyers. And I was like, it just looks pretty. I don't know. I'm trying to see everything. I'm so bored. I've yeah. read all the books I brought. Yeah. So I walked around the, the courthouse, which was beautiful, very big. Apparently at one point there was a push to tear down all the the um, beautiful buildings in the French Quarter. And they raised this section and built this courthouse. And thankfully, preservationists stepped in and they didn't go all the way. But that was like their first step at sort of raising what we now know as the French Quarter was building this, uh, this courthouse. So I felt a little bit more conflicted about it, but it was still nice. Mm-hmm. Do you like to go on an – because I know that you're uh, an architecture enthusiast. <laughs> While not an architect, you're an architecture enthusiast. Uh, which I can relate to. Do you like to go on a historical uh, walking tour? Yeah. When I first moved to L.A., my mom and I did that downtown. We printed out the, the L.A. Conservancy's like walking tour and walked around to all the buildings. Oh, snap. That's that's what's up. Come have on. you ever been on those walking tours downtown? Oh, it I seems have, yeah. like something you – yeah. Those are great. Yeah. The, of started course. That, started that library downtown oh, and now. just take it all in. It's so good. Sure. Come on. Check, check out the Art Deco wonders. Why yeah. not? Why not check Bradbury out the Bradbury Building. Sure. Um, yeah. And also, of course, the architecture tour in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That boat one. That one's no, like, I there's haven't a boat been on one? the boat Oh, yeah. One. A tour of notable boats of Chicago? It's a, yes. <laughs> you you, uh, you swim paddle boat. by My favorite uh, Jeopardy boats. category is notable boatables. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> well, we already know what this episode's called. <laughs> right. It's called Hot Hurricane. <laughs> it's called Booster Gold. Um, <laughs> Who is Booster Gold? He is a he's a great poll if you are looking for if you want to make a joke about like a bad comic book character that only comic book guys remember. Okay. Uh he's a DC character and he th- he's like a time traveler. He's oh. like a time he's a guy who Is he a s- space lord? No, I don't think he's in I don't think he stays on Earth. Oh. No, you know what? He goes to space, but he's Earth-based. His main thing is not going to space. Please direct your comments to at Jordan underscore Morris. <laughs> no! John Kasich! John Kasich! <laughs> we, uh, for you, we have people, if they want to complain to us about minor mistakes we've made, speaking extemporaneously, <laughs> directed toward one of the presidential candidates. Oh, great. So, yeah, if anybody has... I think Kasich's probably their best bet. Yeah. Until we find out who's running on on some of the lesser party tickets. Sure. You know, I think at the point Are where... we going to shoot him at some guy from the Peace and Freedom Party? Is that... <laughs> yeah. I think that's my plan. Yeah. What about that guy who used to be governor of uh, uh, New Mexico... Who's always the uh, the libertarian candidate, mm. and he loves he loves puffing jays. What? <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know he about this guy. Loves to blaze a dube. What about Lyndon LaRouche? Isn't yeah, <laughs> I think Lyndon LaRouche is <laughs> from here on out. Direct all your all your complaints and corrections to Lyndon LaRouche on Twitter. Have you guys uh, seen the vaping congressman? No. Oh, there's a vaping congressman. There's a vaping congressman. He is from. Okay, two. Okay, you each get one guess as to where the you each get two guesses as to where the vaping congressman is from. No offense, Orange County. No. Okay. Oh wait, are we picking a state or a uh, the, a general zone? General zone. Yeah, city. Let's say okay, it's a general zone. That's I'm dumb. That was a dumb clue. I'm including Northern San Diego. You can't do that. But Carl's bad. <laughs> he's from San Diego. Yes, he's from San Diego. <laughs> You didn't really go. It was two fucking guesses. Well, you said he had two. You roped into... Okay, but I was going to let you guess. Because you might have guessed San Diego. No, no, no. I wasn't thinking California. Okay. That's okay. Where were you going to say? Colorado. Oh, yeah. I think he... I don't think he vapes weed in... But there is, like, shots of him, like, at meetings vaping. Oh. Oh, Uh, I get it. It's fucking amazing. (laughs) And he... But he recently... he He had a scandal because he... He reappropriated $1,300 worth of campaign funds to buy games on Steam, <laughs> which is a video game buying service. Thank you, because I did not know what it was. No, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so he uh, he's using campaign. How many, how many copies of whatever Portal 2 did he buy? You can see the breakdown, and he buys games, but then he just buys every expansion pack. <laughs> so, like, if there's new characters... <laughs> Uh, anyway, vaping congressman, look him up. He's, okay, he's. You know, maybe should we have people direct their complaints to the vaping congressman? Yeah, we, I don't know his name, Brian. Can you find out what his name is? Duncan Hunter. <laughs> of course, mm. his name is Duncan Hunter. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh man, tab friendly. Do you know what his t- uh, Twitter handle is, Brian? We're okay, finding Brian, out, Brian we're will finding find out, out what, what his... San Diego Congressman Duncan Hunter's Twitter <laughs> handle is. You can forward all your all your questions, concerns, comments, and complaints yeah. to San Diego D- Senator Chet Yatley. <laughs> <laughs> at, at at rep underscore hunter. 
Yeah, and he got that before he was a representative, but just because mm. he does so many reps <laughs> on his leg day. What were you going to say? He's a dreamer. Yeah. He's always looking for rep ties. <laughs> there you go. Let's try some horizontal diagonal stripes. Cool. Uh, <laughs> speaking of bro issues, yeah. uh, I had a discovery this week. What's that? I uh, went with my buddy Maddie to a Clippers game. Oh, I saw you on. Fa- I saw a picture of you on Facebook. I, look, there's Jordan taking in a professional sporting entertainment. Sure. Uh, do you guys know where fucking t-shirt cannon technology is at? It is light years beyond what I thought it was. Now really? hold on, because yeah. Gillian, you might not know this, <laughs> but once upon a time, Jordan's employer uh, was one of the primary sponsors and uh, and. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Press outlets mm-hmm. for the Dew Tour, the Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got which, it. Which is an extreme sporting roadshow. Okay, action sporting roadshow, like and the X Games. Like the X yeah. Games. It okay. was the it was it was the answer to the X Games, mm-hmm. the year round answer to the X Games. And uh, so, Jordan, not only have you seen t-shirt cannons in action. Mm-hmm. But there was a time when you were called upon to operate a teacher at Canon, if I remember correctly. Did I? I, I have like absolutely you, forgotten. I feel like at some point you told me that you and Chris Fairbanks had to host a stage for a while and uh, they gave you t-shirt cannons to shoot t-shirts. That makes sense. Uh-huh. That tracks for me. Right. I do not remember it and I feel bad. Okay. Because this is clearly a key – this is a formative moment that I have pushed out of my brain for some reason. I'm pretty sure – I'm like 90% sure I'm not making No, it. no, no. I mean it, it makes sense. It sounds like something that they would have had me and Chris Fairbanks do back in the time we were working for that. But boy, I don't remember it. Yeah. Wow. If anyone has photos of me and Chris Fairbanks firing T-shirt cannons, I, uh, I need those for Tinder. Um, <laughs> I need them. Um, no, boy. Uh, so, yeah, I mean I guess I was – you know, I guess when I was, you know, in, in that world, you know, T-shirt cannons were, you know, they're just coming onto the scene. Sure. I mean, it was like if if you imagine uh, if you imagine a machine designed by Leonardo da Vinci in one of his famous notebooks, sure. that's this level of technology that was going into T-shirt cannons at the time. Mm-hmm. This like was, a catapult. Exactly. I mean, at best, perhaps a trebuchet. <laughs> but Yeah. Jillian, what was the last T-shirt cannon event you attended? I, I think we're going with a never. Okay, you have never seen one. I've seen in them only in film and TV. I don't think I've ever been in the presence of a T-shirt cannon that I can remember. Mm-hmm. I went to see uh, the Warriors play the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I had not been to an NBA basketball game since I was like twelve, mm-hmm. so like twenty years. Uh, the intensity of the experience in two thousand sixteen, yeah, is unreal. Yeah. It is madness. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that the last um, – I mean, obviously, we talked on the show maybe a year ago about the arena football game we went to. Yeah. And that was a crazy shit show assault on the senses. Yeah. This was not that much less crazy. Wait. I would say while slightly less crazy, it was more madness. Mm. Like uh, like the my experience was – that sure, were there no lady dancers suspended in cages from the ceiling? What? That's what they had at the arena football game because it's the L.A. Kiss. What? It's Kiss-themed. It's a Kiss-themed <laughs> arena football team. Is this an official yes. tie-in with Kiss? 
Yeah, it's an official tie-in with Kiss, and the dancers are official performers. It's not just a wildcat situation. Wow. Are they unionized unlike the NFL cheerleaders? Uh, I I would I would hope that they get paid better than the NFL cheerleaders, which is to say, at least a minimum wage. Yeah, that is yeah. unconscionable. I think how they, they treat don't, the NFL cheerleaders. I think they do not have health care at the LA Kiss, but if you roll your ankle, Gene Simmons comes and ices it for you. Yeah, so that's true. I we I had a school, <laughs> just did like a take. That's I had very a school, funny. I had a school teacher. Out. I had a school teacher who was a Warriors girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, the situation for her was – she got paid like $30 a game or something. Yeah. How is that allowed to stand? She made more money as an artist in residence mm-hmm. at a public high school in San Francisco than she did as a Warriors dancer. But, yeah, like there were a few crazy elements of the L.A. Kiss game that we went to. Mm-hmm. But I felt like they weren't that consistent or – as much of a blanket of craziness right. as the NBA game was. Like, I did your game, did they? Did everyone get a wristband that blinks different colors in synchronization? Uh, I got that, and it says, thank you, Kobe, on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just thanking him for all the... Great work he did for the Clippers. Sure, yeah. Wait, was that a Lakers game? Or oh, a... they were play, the Lakers were playing the Clippers. Oh, okay, Sorry. now it all makes sense. Uh, my friend had the Clippers season to... ticket. Wait, who so... gets to be home team when it's... Lakers versus Clippers. I think this counted as a Clippers game. That's why my buddy's season tickets ah. worked. Uh, but, you know, I think everybody, you know, everybody was excited about Kobe, so there wasn't, you know, it seemed like a more communal experience. Sure. Um, anyway. Yeah, so they, they have these wristbands for anybody that hasn't been there, and they have uh, color LEDs inside mm-hmm. of them, and somehow using computers, mm-hmm. uh, they have them all blink. It's uh, microwaves, actually. Okay. They use microwaves to operate these. I don't trust those things. They cook too quickly. Sure. Um, they blink different colors all at synch- in synchronization, so it's like the whole place is dancing to that whatever music they're playing. That should be reserved for a Super Bowl halftime show. That's too That's yeah. a really good Yeah, too just for fancy. like a casual home game. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't even put that at like a Major League Baseball All-Star game. Uh, no way. Yeah. This is a real serious... If well, you know, like in the seventh inning or the sixth inning when they're playing "God Bless America," <laughs> it doesn't fit on my dick either. So I'm, that <laughs> yeah, was another complaint that I seems had like about a these. So right. yeah, we all got flashing bracelets, right? Uh, so there were there were many T-shirt firing apparatuses. First uh-huh. one was a, like an oil drum with a tube at the top, yeah, and a man pushed it out. And then it on just wheels, like, on wheels, like like a full on siege machine, mm-hmm. like a war machine. <laughs> sure, yeah, it did look like like a Mad Max. I was kind gonna of, say, was it Fury Roady? It was Fury Road esque. I mean, it was painted with the Clippers logo, so you know it looked less apocalyptic, mm-hmm. but it definitely looked like improvised. You right. know, it's like a man made this to kill someone to get his water. Yeah, and they say that the Iraq War was in vain. Sure. <laughs> um, and this, so the man will push that pushes this barrel out. And and then it will just start firing T-shirts in the air willy-nilly that come down onto the crowd. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then – Does it spin on its own or how does it change the direction of where it's shooting? Uh, I think it just shoots in one direction. The man is kind of constantly oh. pushing it. So. Oh, you said they were high tech. So I was imagining one that could spin on its own. It's like – no, it's like on the <clears throat> on wheels. If you imagine the wheels on a uh, – uh, garden, uh, what's that called? Wheelbarrow. Mm-hmm. Like wheelbarrow <laughs> wheels. Got it. Yeah. I'm with you now. Uh, so, but then toward the end of the game, the the mascot, Chuck the Condor, uh-huh. who is the new Clippers mascot, 
right. who people do not like, but I thought he was very cool. He really? Did, he did, did he have sunglasses? No. That's one of the best ways to tell if a mascot is cool. He was wearing safety pads uh-huh. because he's endangered. Sure. And I think wants to set a good example. Right. For kids. Right. Uh, who are dunking. Was he doing some inline skating? He was not doing any inline skating or uh, razor scootering. Oh. He did a lot of dunks, which I thought were very good. Can I ask you a question? Please. Does he have a hoverboard at all? No, he didn't. No, no one had. A, no one came out on the uh, 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 out on the thing with a hoverboard. I was very disappointed. Does he get to use a trampoline to do the dunks? Or yes, can... he okay. was. Yeah, he was trampolining into the dunks. Okay. Um, at one point in the one that I was at, uh, they threw maybe whoppers or something. What? Out of the rafters from the catwalks in the ceiling, they threw whoppers that each had – and I don't know if it was whoppers, but it was mm-hmm. something that did not seem like it would make it all the way down, <laughs> but tied up with like, a, with, with like army man parachutes. We, out of the ra- – They're like, throwing burgers from the ceiling? <laughs> roughly, was yes. Was this a fever dream? What the <laughs> hell was going on? They got sued because they just hit vegetarians in the face. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's there was wild. A lo- also, a lot of flames. Oh, I didn't get any flames at my game. Really? Not there a, was, nothing was aflame. There was significant flameage. Mm. Just wow. uh, they, they had flame guns on the back of the baskets huh, that wow. were shooting flames into the air. Jeez. Uh, it's like, is this a professional basketball game? Adding to the Fury Road comparison. It was significantly crazier, for example, than the uh, Harlem Globetrotters game that I recently <laughs> attended. So the so Chuck the Condor came out. Yeah, did some dunks. Was very cool. Mm-hmm. Chuck is good. And if you don't like Chuck, I think you need to take take another look at him. Maybe look at some YouTube videos of him dunking. Uh huh. Did there he do go. any fun dunks? No, all sorts of. They were all fun. Really? No, I they, they all had like flips. Oh, wow. all sort of flip element. Sometimes a young man would bounce the ball, and Chuck would get it in the air. Anyway. Very impressed. I don't remember seeing Chuck at all. Hmm. Who was the previous mascot? Uh, uh, Clippy, the paperclip from Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) It was just Boatman. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, so he comes out on, I mean, you you said Siege Machine for the first one, but this second t-shirt gun was absolutely a Siege Machine. It was like a... Gatling gun Whoa. that you know that he rode out on. It was motorized. <laughs> so and this had maybe sixty slots for t-shirts. This thing is giant, and then just fired, just rotated around the the court, firing it into the audience. It was uh, terrifying, but also awe inspiring. Yeah, there was a kind of a moment of like, you know, look what we can do. Right in this great country of ours. Look what uh, so, we look what we've made. Like a kind of fuck you to God and the laws of nature. Yeah, a, a tower of Babel that <laughs> launched T-shirts at everyone. <laughs> a real Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, sure. You could fi- probably fire them up an ass. <laughs> yes, against God's wishes. Sure, maybe. Pow 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 pow. Yeah, I was like, I in the in the time between the first T-shirt cannon I saw and now. I mean, what does the future hold? Here's the central problem of the T-shirt cannon. Hmm. If you get the T-shirt, it's going to be double XL, isn't it? Yes. I, I, you know, I, I didn't even think about the practical nature of catching the T-shirt and then, like, wearing it, you know, around. That it fires a clothing item. Yeah. I don't even know what these looked like. Like, I mean, I know the thrill. I don't know it mm-hmm. firsthand, but I can imagine the thrill of catching something that's been thrown from the court. 
I never caught a fall ball. I've never mm-hmm. caught it. I've never caught anything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you once you got that T-shirt in your hands, and it's not even—I bet it's not even from the team store. Okay, it's my probably buddy, the one you get for signing up for a credit card. My buddy Maddie is like a like lifelong fan. Yeah, and I asked him like, "Oh, what do these T-shirts actually look like?" He's like, "When I was a kid." Yeah. Granted, you know, it might be a different policy now. He was like twelve or something. It's like when I I I caught one of these when I was twelve. And it was just a blank T-shirt with the Ocean Spray logo on the sleeve. What? <laughs> just Ocean Spray cranberry juice. It's just whoever has T-shirts lying around just gives them to the team and just oh, lets them rock it out. All Clipper shirts. I don't know what these were, but that was his experience. Was I getting an like Ocean Spray sleeve shirt. He is describing a Clippers game, but he might as well be describing an assembly at the boys' club that I went to as a small child. He's like, here, someone donated these. <laughs> Just some shit. Like the time that I finished second in the costume contest and I got a flat of Diet Dr. Pep, a Diet 7-Up, and a flat of Carnation Instant Breakfast. Like, All right, let me hear you, Clippers fans. These shirts are irregular. <laughs> 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 Who wants to see a preview screening of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids <laughs> 2? <laughs> Open your mouths because we're going to fire a hose of cream of mushroom soup. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Bum, 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 bum. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Gillian Jacobs, Gillian Jacobs. Yep. Uh, Hey, guess what? We got an advertiser on this week's program, Jordan. I'd love to hear about that. Oh, that's Casper Mattresses, my friend. Yes! Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. Obsessively engineered mattress, shockingly fair price. These things, made in America. Number one. They have a risk-free trial and return policy. You can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. And they also come in an exploding box. Let's hear about that. Uh, I got one. Okay, so uh, Casper sponsored uh, One Bad Mother Mm -hmm. a few months ago, and they said, we want you to have experienced the product. And we had bought a really expensive – I had always had this dream of having this mattress from this place in San Francisco where they put the mattress in front of the store and then you walk over the mattress to go into the store. Like I just – I was so taken by that like county fair sales technique that – uh, I just always wanted this. And so we had had this 12-year-old mattress. And we're like, we're just going to get that expensive-ass mattress. We're going to do it right. We're going to live it up. And it stunk. And one day, Teresa and I like looked at each other and we're like – and I was like, I kind of think this mattress stinks. And Teresa was like, I didn't want to say it because I knew how much <laughs> emotion you had wrapped up in this mattress. And then we got, a, we got a mattress from Casper when they sponsored her show. And it comes in this box and you open up the box and it like – explodes out of the box, not in a dangerous way, sure. in a fun way. And yeah, I, I really like it. It's great. Uh, I, I'm super – in fact, I'm, I'm so happy with it that I uh, – You're lying on it right now. We actually, you actually have, have uh, required everyone to come to your bedroom yeah. to do the podcast. But I mean that's not anything new. I sure. used I just used to do it for my easy chair. <laughs> right. So now you're you're and I'd, I'd have everyone crowd around me there. Yeah, we're just laying you're laying down and we're squatted next to you to But sincerely, I I like my mat I like my mattress so much that uh I with my own money uh bought a pillow. There you go. That's Casper. Real. 
That's all true. Casper.com slash JJGo. Yep. That's where you go. You use a promo code JJGo at checkout, and you get $50 towards any mattress. These things cost uh, 500 for a twin size, 950 for a king size. 50 bucks off that by uh, going to casper.com slash JJGo, putting in the promo code JJGo. Yeah, there you go. It's amazing. There's nothing more fun than opening up that fucking box, I'll tell you. Just open it up and it just goes... It's like one of those dinosaurs that comes in a little capsule and you put it in water and it turns into a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Had this as a kid, put him in my mouth. Casper.com slash JJGo. (laughs) Casper mattresses. Their slogan is... Had it as a kid, put it in my mouth. <laughs> Casper.com slash JJGo, JJGo at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. I also want to mention, Jordan. Please. Perhaps you've heard of an event called Max FunCon. I have. Have you heard of its sister event, Max FunCon East? I mean, I sure have, but Jesse, there hasn't been a Max FunCon East for some time now, so I've just put it out of my mind. Well, Jordan, I've got great news hmm. for you and everyone who lives within driving distance of the mountain range resort area known as the Poconos. Mm-hmm. Max FunCon East is back, and it's better than ever, Jordan. Let's hear the details. Okay. It's uh, this, what's it called? What's the one in September? Is that Labor Day? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because you I can't wear so, I... white after Labor Day. Okay. Labor Day weekend in the Poconos, a beautiful place called the Inn at Pocono Manor, Looks a lot like the hotel from The Shining. Yes, let's get that out there <laughs> right up front. Is it haunted? Probably. Hmm. I'm not going to say for sure because I don't know, but there is a skeet shooting range, so there's got to be some ghosts. Got to be. You know what I mean? There's gotta no Got to be. There's no corn maze, but besides that, yeah. it, at the very least, we're looking at a dirty dancing situation. Okay. Bare minimum dirty dancing up to Shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have... Uh, just like we're at Max Fun Con West, we'll have uh, live entertainment. Uh, I'm not going to reveal the lineup, but I'll say this. A couple very good friends of yours that you know from this podcast are going to mm-hmm. be there. Uh, we got uh, live entertainment. We got uh, lectures. Uh, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that uh, anybody from Pop Culture Happy Hour is going to be <laughs> there because we don't announce the lineup ahead of time. But no. Just so you know. Uh, we got classes. I think Glenn said it on Twitter today. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay, well, Glenn's going to be there. <laughs> so is Linda. <laughs> Yay, cool. Um, but uh, all kinds of amazing people are going to be there, and it is your amazing opportunity to uh, meet other beautiful, lovely, Max Fun uh, type people, uh, dance like a crazy maniac, or as Dan Deacon says, like a grown-up Bart Simpson. Um <laughs> It is, it's really who tickets are on sale now. They just went on sale, maxfuncon.com. Uh, it is going to be a blast, and I hope that I will see every single one of you there. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Programs Jordan Jesse Go. I'm your host Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective. Killing Jacobs, Gilly Beans. Cool. That's good. That's dope. Is that a childhood nickname or? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My adult nickname. <laughs> My childhood nickname was Little Toots, and I've left that behind. <laughs> 
This is my now, nickname. Gilly Beans? This is my nickname from my time in seminary. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gillian, I wanted to ask you something about your uh, Netflix program, Love, uh, which I think Jesse and I both enjoy. Yeah, really enjoy it. has features uh, uh, multi-time Jordan Jesse go guest Paul Rust in mm. the other leading role. Yeah, I think we've kind of had Love Month on JJ Go. Yeah, we have Paul much. Rust, Mike Mitchell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got him before you. Sorry. I was I was the first guest on his show at UCB the his talk show. Oh, what's going on mm-hmm. the the talk show where Mitch doesn't know who the guest is going to be? Yeah, so I've scooped you guys. I was his first ever guest. Well, I feel like a shithead. Mm-hmm. How did how did that go? This was a pretty amazing show. I don't think they do it anymore at UCB no. where uh, a lovable, flustered old Mike Mitchell uh, um, is the host of a talk show, but has never seen any of the jokes and doesn't know who the guests are going to be yep. until they come out. Uh, and it's just a, a real lovely. Uh, a real lovely look at a man falling apart gradually. <laughs> gradually. Yeah, I mean all at once immediately as soon as he gets on stage. What was? Do you remember what it was like? It was really fun. I didn't know Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember they had me like sneak in the side entrance at UCB uh, on Franklin. And they were like, he may not know who you are. But it doesn't matter because women fluster him anyway. So, <laughs> so it won't matter at all if he's familiar with your work or not. But he had watched Community and didn't know who I was, but it was just like immediately stumbling over himself, bright red. It was so sweet, though. It is. You're right. It, was it is. really sweet. It's very yeah. charming. I think I was on it three times. I was a, a big, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but. Pretty much, I think maybe That's the why most. They call you little toots. Toot toot. Yeah. That and the farting problem. <laughs> well, uh, hence so, the gilly beans. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. You were basically to Mike Mitchell as Don Rickles, for example, was to Johnny Carson. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, something interesting I saw on the internet is someone who was upset about love because they felt it was unrealistic the way in which you guys travel around L.A. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm wondering if you have seen this and if you have any response to the criticisms that uh, it would take too long to drive from your apartment to that one rallies that's not there anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have not seen it, mm-hmm. and that's true. Okay. Julian, we're here. We like to think of ourselves as, as giving entertainers a platform to strike back mm-hmm. against internet <laughs> strangers uh, who may or may not have too much time on their hands. <laughs> and I I am really disappointed at the lack of vehemence in your response <laughs> to this lonely stranger. <laughs> uh, uh, let me think of a justification. Um, we never said where the location of that uh, – uh, Church Bliss House was. Oh, okay. So it could have been in Culver City right next door to the rallies. Mm, okay. I I'll, don't know. I'll tell you, I found it very You know, that makes sense. That that wraps up the continuity for me. <laughs> uh, I found it very disconcerting that uh, your character and Claudio Doherty share a house on a street that I used to walk my dog on. Oh, really? Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you should be glad you don't live there anymore since we – film there and I know how annoying that is. <laughs> well, I lived in I lived in uh I lived in Koreatown on a street that looked like New York. Uh so Yeah. The uh the filming train pretty much never stopped running. Yeah. Yeah, there sometimes it wasn't always New York. There were times when it was Prague. 
Really? Yeah, it just depends on the foliage they put in front of the buildings. <laughs> One time it was a Danity Kane video. Ooh. Yeah, it was very fun. Making the band. Yeah, they had they they took our blo- our block and put cut it in quarters and made each quarter a different season. Ooh. So there was like snow at one part mm. and autumn leaves at one part, and then they were tracking, doing tracking shots through the. Have you ever watched the finished video? No, I haven't. I would like to though. Yeah. Uh, I tweet uh, John Kasich about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> add the vaping congressman to John Kasich. Ask him where to watch the Danity Cade video at Rep underscore Hunter. Uh, you know, on in something that I really, really liked in the show that uh, maybe like is something that I'm a little bit skeptical of in other shows is the like when there's like a music montage in the middle of an episode. And I'm, you know, usually not. I'm like, all right, you know, we've seen these before. But fucking you and Andy Dick freaking <laughs> out on that subway train was so great. Oh, uh, fun to do, I imagine. Yes. Very fun. Yeah. There's, it seems like it seems like they just like let you guys freeform dance around and then. Found all the best bits. How can you contain him? You just sort of have to turn on the camera and let him go. He's a bit of a colorful personality. He is. He is. I mean, it was amazing. I'd never really worked with him. He was on an episode of Community, but as Chevy Chase's um, pill hallucination. So none of us (laughs) worked with him. He played a little man in a helicopter, airplane. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it was my first time working with him. And um, Joe Swanberg directed that episode and I kept thinking oh like, really what Bro, who odd... directed um, Drinking Buddies yes oh that's funny I was funny. like this is the strangest strangest Joe Swanberg movie ever <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I, I, we had a great time and uh, they had one of those like cars parked I can't remember where it was just like a lone uh, LA subway car and we were in there for hours and they just said, go, Andy, and he made use of every bit of space. I remember I was like, Andy, who's your uh, favorite physical comedian you'd ever worked with? And he goes, well, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is pretty he is. good. He is. <laughs> I mean, he's really he's good. He's really good. I've seen news radio. Yeah, yeah. sure. He, 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 I, he really seems to be fucking with the extras in that. Oh, yeah. It's It's really great. I really like – Imagine what it's like to be one of the extras in that scene and think of, like, this must have been a fucking thrill to have yeah. to sit there while Andy Dick fucks with you. Yeah, very prominently featured in that scene. Absolutely. Yeah. A few years ago at Max FunCon, we had the Upright Citizens Brigade Cat show. Mm-hmm. And a part of that show is they come out. It's a long-form improv show, but a part of the show at the beginning is they, they come out and they, like, talk to the audience and they love to do polls of the audience. And uh, they brought out this kind of um, uh, this poll that they they described as like a signature, like a, something they like to use in certain situations. And uh, it was, uh, which will there be more of in this room? People who've ridden an elephant, or people who have been inappropriately sexually engaged with by Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> like either verbally or physically uh, uh, engaged with by Andy Dick. And they said, we think that the results will surprise you. And if I'm remembering correctly, in that room, two people had ridden an elephant <laughs> and three people had been sexually 
Like, and it wasn't even like in L.A. Like it wasn't like like one of them was in Austin, Texas. <laughs> they were just walking down the street and Andy Dick touched their butt or something. But it was truly uh, it was truly amazing. It was a real tribute to I think the cultural the cultural lasting power and uh, the gift that Andy Dick gives all of us. Hmm. Uh, you know, in, in a similar zone, uh, I feel like. I I am failing as an Angelino because I've never gotten drunk with Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, is that a big thing? Yeah, oh. I've been with him as he was drunk, but I don't drink. So uh, I wasn't drunk. Well, I've been in the same room. I've been as drunk Kiefer Sutherland at a table. Yeah, <sighs> man, you're really gotcha. rubbing you're really rubbing it in. Gotcha. I feel like now I'm I'm the only one. So <laughs> Kiefer, if you're out there, and I know you are, he uh, was lovely. I bet he seems great. Yeah. Yeah. Just let me know. Hit me up. We'll at rep underscore. Yeah, Hunter. I'm rep rep Hunter. Oh man. Yeah. I bet. I bet the vaping congressman and Kiefer Sutherland roll pretty tight. <sighs> yeah, you know they do. They're fucking getting their hummers and yeah. Certainly when he's in San Diego for Comic Con, I would imagine. The yes. Twenty four yeah. reboot. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sure. exactly. They get into one of those limos with a hot tub. Or just to, or just to complete his booster gold collection, he doesn't have to be there to perform. Sure, he's not somebody's. He's not your Kiefer Sutherland. Isn't your dancing monkey? I understand. I'm sorry. He's just trying boosters. to get some get some back issues. I get it. I get it. Do they even have that at Comic Con? Uh, there are zones with that in Comic Con now. They, okay. they, Where they actually have comic books? Yeah, I know. It's uh, <laughs> it's in it's in Hall Sad, <laughs> and it says, "Yeah, I think you know. I think that mostly when you want to do that these days, you go to one of your lesser cons, your Wonder Con, your Emerald City Comic Con." I've uh, been to WonderCon. Yeah, me too. Uh, a, a good place to both see an extravaganza, but also to buy comics. Mm. I like those. You know, I uh, Comic Con has, has since kind of become a pretty pretty crazy unmanageable thing. But those like lesser ones are really fun still. I think. Anyway, what did you do at WonderCon? We did a community panel. <laughs> How did it go? Kel surprise. Uh, I, I think it went well. I don't really remember it. I remember. Oh, I, the thing I mainly remember is like they generally have you in these. Uh, communal backstage holding pens. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just you and George Takei. Yeah. I think it was, oh, I remember um, we were sharing it with Fringe because I saw Blair Brown, who had directed me in a play years earlier and I hadn't seen her in a long time. But they always have um, little food setups, but it's like Sony only. Universal only. <laughs> and of course, like community had the worst food set up. So we were trying to run over and sneak food for, you know, whoever. No, got to get that sweet universal food. Yeah. 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 But they're pretty strict about that. So, um, yeah, that, <laughs> that's mainly your experience of those places is time spent in back rooms and freight elevators and <laughs> back hallways. And then, I love I love a good freight elevator. Yeah, you're, you're you know, very briefly shot out into rooms with – a bunch of people and then whisked away to another back hallway and then you're on a loading dock and then you're on a golf cart and then you're then you're <laughs> I gone. am really I was really thrilled to learn and I didn't know this and it, perhaps it's not my uh uh perhaps it's my you know my own blinkered ignorance mm-hmm. for not knowing this that Comic-Con itself continues to be run by like a weird local cabal of aging nerds who show up to meetings, yeah, like that it's an or that it's still run by like a continuation of the same 
funny organization of guys that got together to talk about right. people who met novels. people who met in the letters section of Bat Ape magazine. <laughs> exactly. Yes, people like, who yeah, people who I met think in that is so good. Like I can't imagine like I know that people are like mad, oh it's too corporate or mm-hmm. whatever like that. But like I just love I just love the idea that at at, at the end of the day like the people making the vote. Sure. Are just are all dungeon masters. Or like guys who look like George R. R. Martin. Yes, exactly. I met him at Comic Con. How here. was that? It was pretty cool. <laughs> An uh, afraid elevator? No, at like the Entertainment Weekly party, and I was I'm too afraid to go up to anyone. But my agent was like, "I'm using you <laughs> to meet George R. R. Martin." He's a big community fan. No. <laughs> Kindly, barely tolerated meeting me. I think okay. when you're George R. R. Martin at Comic Con, you've met. Four trillion people sure. in a day, so he was very sweet. But I could also see that he wanted to go home. <laughs> Does anyone ever do George R. R. Martin uh, cosplay at Comic Con? I mean, inadvertently, Greek fisherman. Oh yeah, Greek fisherman suspenders. Yeah, yeah. beard. Yeah, <laughs> um, that'll be it. if I ever go again. I'll I'll do that. This is a vow I make to you. <laughs> um, I the one the one panel experience I had was also at a WonderCon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be a repeat story. Apologize, uh, apologies if you've heard this before. I don't know. Go fuck yourself. Oh um, yeah. I'm talking to someone. You probably listen to too many podcasts. <laughs> um, the one con panel that I did, I was writing for uh, a web series on Geek and Sundry, which is owned by Felicia Day. Uh, so it, I was doing the Geek and Sundry panel. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be uh, me. Um, our buddy uh, Sam Regal, who did all the voice directing for that uh, particular web series, it was a cartoon. Felicia Day and Will Wheaton. Uh, Will Wheaton did not show up, so already the audience was very mad. Yeah, I bet they that were. I was not Will Wheaton. Yeah, uh, you weren't on Star Trek at all. No, I've you never been even on, Star on Trek. Deep Space Nine. There, you weren't even on Voyager. There's no footage of me playing board games with my funny friends. I know, uh, which who is a mistake. Voice actors. Ah. Anyway, but I remember thinking of like. Oh boy! Like I mean, I'm so not I'm I'm so not the guy they're here to see. You, you know? know what I would have done? Hmm. I just like as the booze started to cascade across the room, I just would have been like, "I'm friends with Cora. I'm friends with Cora, <laughs> Janet Barney. <laughs> she does the voice of Cora." Um, yeah, I mean, Sam was great there because he was not not only has been the voice of Donatello, but also Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Oh, so yeah. he's got all of this. He's got all this fucking cred going into it. So Phoenix already... Wright, Ace Attorney, if you don't know, Gillian, is our our colleague. How could you tell the glazed look in my eyes? <laughs> our colleague, Lindsay Pavlis, is, uh, is a very serious video game player. And she favors uh, – well, she loves, a, she loves a game called League of Legends. But her other favorite games are these, are these like obscure – more socially oriented mm-hmm. games, and one of them that is like one of her all-time favorites is Phoenix Wright, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, which is a legal simulation of some kind. <laughs> some reason, as you said that the first time, I thought a cat was involved, but now I'm seeing it very wrong. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's Japanese. Isn't it is, it? yeah. So, so I think at any time, a talking cat can probably okay. enter into the proceedings. Yeah, great. Uh, so what are you are you filing briefs? What are you doing in this game? Jordan, have you ever played Phoenix Wright? I have not played attorney? Phoenix Wright. I think it is like – oh, boy. What would I liken it to? I mean I think it's more like a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Okay. So I think it's mainly like a little comic book and then you can choose to like object or a line of questioning or something. Ooh. So I think it's more like a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. I might enjoy this. Yeah. So um, 
So, you know, they, they were into Sam just because of those credits. Right. And he's uh, a delightful, charming guy. Yeah. So I was up there. I'm like, but I, I, got, I got nothing for him. I, got, right. I mean, these are certainly not Fuel TV fans. <laughs> uh, you know, probably, probably two ticks nerdier than the average Jordan Jesse Go listener. Right. Um, you know a lot about Christian Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I do. I didn't know about it then. That's a oh, recent okay. thing that I've learned about. Yeah. Uh, Gillian, for you. There's an odd genre of people doing religious fan art of Sonic the Hedgehog really? in religious poses. Yeah, where he's Jesus or just Jesus is carrying him through the on the beach or whatever. Ah. Yeah. So there's one set of footprints. Exactly. Right. Got it. <laughs> and it belongs to Knuckles. Yeah, that's what I was carrying you, comma, Knuckles. something that they'll do. I'm sorry. I've talked about this fucking ten times on the show. It's the funniest thing in history. <laughs> they will do a Bible verse and then just add the name of a Sonic character and still call it the Bible verse. Yeah. So it's like, no one comes to the Father, un- <laughs> no one comes to the Father but unto me, comma, Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it goes. You can't do that. You can't yeah. quote it. Anyway, yeah. whatever, little weirdos. They do have a nice. They do have a nice version of uh, the Bible with knuckles, words, and red. <laughs> right, exactly. It's the, yeah, the gospel. Um, and then there's shit where they're all pregnant. I don't think there's any overlap. But, yeah. Huh? Uh, that's a big, a weird little genre. Some is those, male pregnancy fan art? Some of those yeah, may I be. Get a, it. Some of those may be immaculate conceptions. Could be. Uh, where it's like the men, like Bart Simpson. No, no, that's a virgin birth. Oh. Immaculate Conception was the birth of Mary because she was the only human born without original sin. Jesus' birth was a virgin birth. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for heading off the uh, angry tweets we were going to get. You should have yeah. sent those to <laughs> at rep <laughs> underscore hunter. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, the panel. M- oh, the panel. Empreg. Well, let me finish talking them. about Empreg. Because okay. we're Sonic the Hedgehog and Bart Simpson. A lot of Bart Simpson are. Wait, Bart? Yeah, there's even. There's, I saw one where Bart was impregnated by Homer. Oh, no. <laughs> that upset Brian so much. He screamed, oh, no, so loud that we could hear it in here. And I think there's also. Okay, I cannot confirm this. There might be something for Brian to Google. So, if I was going to make that, Bart would get Millhouse pregnant. <laughs> oh, that's your that's your uh, that's your I'm jam. I'm not saying I've ever planned out mm. what what I would do if I had. I don't just don't have the drawing skills. Yeah, sure. You're not good in MS Paint. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think it's. I think there's one where Bart Bart has been impregnated by Homer. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but those, you didn't have this vital information at the time, right? When I needed it <laughs> yeah. was when I'm I'm sitting, you know, I'm sitting above, you know, in front of a, you know, a gallery of nerds. Who and were, this wasn't this wasn't a panel about uh, Street Fighter variants, no, and <laughs> their differences and similarities. Sure, I could speak on that. Sure, uh, but I was very, you know, I thought, okay, basically all anyone wanted to hear. Was Felicia Day talk about the hunks from Supernatural? <laughs> she is a, has been a guest star on. I guess the leads of that are two prominent hunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't so, say yeah. you guess. You know, I, they're hunks. They have they're pretty hunks. Great, they're great buns. Yeah. yeah, you know, I sh- you know you're right. I'm being I'm being sex negative. They're hunks. Yeah, great packages. Sure. <laughs> Thick schlongs. Sure. I wish them the best. Sure. Thick, dewy schlongs. Uh, and then she told me, actually, she told me after the panel that there is a lot of fanfic 
of those two brother characters going to town. Dadoy. Trying to impreg each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So I was well, saying. You know, that Mr. Mom movie was very influential to a lot of people. I understand. I have never yeah. seen Mr. Mom. Is that about a pregnant man? Isn't it Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a man who gets pregnant? Mm, that's no, junior. that's Junior. Junior. Sorry, I made up Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom has What either, is Mr. Mom? Either Hulk Hogan or Michael Keaton. Okay. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. I think Sorry. you're thinking of Mr. Danny. Okay, thank you. I was With thinking, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh, wait. There was... <laughs> People were really freaked out about gender roles in about 1988. <laughs> yeah. They were. No, I was thinking, yes, Junior starring Emma Thompson and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, yeah. yeah. Emma Thompson, I think, is the fertility doctor yes. who uh, shoots the baby in Arnold's urethra. Yep. No. I don't know if that is a scene in the she movie. She puts it up his urethra? I don't, is that I think how they do just, it? I, think, I, think I always he, thought it was through the belly button, but that's probably what I thought. I think it part of Junior. into the nipples and then down to the belly. I think they don't really explain the science of Junior. Why not? Yeah. I, they do. I remember. Okay. There What's is, the justification? There's a mosquito embedded in amber. Mm-hmm. No, they uh, draw the Jesse. DNA Ugh. out of the mosquito. Jesse. Yeah, it's Jurassic Park. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Oh, I remember. The key is transparent aluminum. Mm. So they get the whales mm-hmm. out of the ocean, Star and Trek they have to four. beam them onto. Yeah. Is that that Star Trek Four: Star The Trek Voyage four. Home? Yeah, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the part where Arnold Schwarzenegger picks up the mouse and he goes, hello, computer? Still Star Trek for Really? Mm-hmm. But that was a pretty good Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Wonderful. Yeah. It was great. Thank you. It was great. Thank it was really terrific. Much. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, so do you have uh, – I've been seeing just in kind of my, you know, showbiz person, comedy, social media averse that people are already like trying to get them Comic-Con hotels. Do you have to go this year? Oh, I don't think I do. Okay. Community is over. I I think it would be a big stretch for love to have a panel at Comic-Con. I mean, even at the current state of San Diego Comic-Con, I feel like that's a stretch. Sure. Uh, So, no, I think unless they do some kind of community reunion panel, I don't think I'm going. I didn't go last year as well, which was the first time in maybe five, six years that I hadn't gone. How about that? How about it? You're going to miss the... Freight elevators. Oh, boy. Meeting George R.R. R. Martin. Going to that TV Guide yacht. Oof. There's Woo! a TV Guide yacht? Yacht being a term for a boat. <laughs> Wait, so what happens on the TV Guide yacht? <laughs> That's where they interview you for TV Guide. <laughs> Which is still around? <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. I, I don't know. The cast of Community was on the cover of TV Guide. It was our only cover ever. Oh. We want a fan poll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you get to – was the poll among fans of community? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like Chicago politics. Vote early and often. Mm. They didn't say – you could only vote once. We won sure. that one. Congratulations. Thank I you. I don't mean to diminish your accomplishment by <laughs> saying that I'm Singular. surprised that <laughs> – Yeah, yeah. That one accomplishment that you've had uh, in saying that I didn't know TV Guide was still around. It's still around. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a. I bet there's some impreg where uh, uh, Joel bones uh, Don Glover or something. Sure, it's be. It's gotta right? be. Sure, gotta be. I'd, no watch, other, no I'd watch that. Yeah, everything. Handsome guys. Be pretty funny too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're really funny. They really know too. how to juice a joke. Yeah, you know? like really sell the, every joke in that sex scene mm-hmm. would be sold. Like you would. Yeah, you would buy it. They believed mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. no winks. I mean, they're. 
They're the best impreg impreg actors in the business. In yeah. for my money. Yeah. For my money. Yeah. Wait, so what happens on the TV guide yacht? You buried the lead. Oh, uh, they interview you. Oh, okay. There's a photo shoot. There's usually a photo shoot there and they interview you and you're, you know, on a slightly rocking boat. So, I'm, <laughs> you know, you usually I'm usually in high heels trying to not fall as I walk. Sure. On this Across boat. Across a rickety. Yeah. Um, yes, it's, yeah, it's always, that's the thing about Comic-Con is generally all the interviews are in the same place year after year and you're interviewed by the same people generally. So mm-hmm. Michael Asiello, TV line, same basement of the same hotel, Entertainment Weekly, they've got the same rooftop area. I mean, you're just, it's year after year. It's sort of like a Groundhog's Day of when you interviews. go on When you go on the TV guide yet, do you get as many TV guides as you want? <laughs> no, but I think they did have free beverages. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's good. I have not been invited on the TV guide yet, but I have been in the cat fancy dinghy. (laughs) A lot of fun. That's where you want to be anyway. Yeah. That's where the real fans are. We got kicked off the Warner Brothers stage. That's not that bad. It's true. We did do that. What? We we got invited to do a uh, show at the Warner Brothers outside stage at Comic-Con, and they they cut our power and made us leave because we were swearing. But not that much. And also, let's be clear. They didn't tell us that we shouldn't swear. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Was it being broadcast around the world? Nope. Uh, the head of worldwide marketing for Warner Brothers happened to wander by. She saw it and was very deeply offended by us. And yeah, cut our microphones. Really? Mm. Yeah. So they love it. They love that's the it's our city, baby. Yeah. No. Um, but the cat fancy dinghy was great. Yeah, and it didn't. And that you know, to be fair. That didn't happen. Uh, uh, that didn't happen before our friend Scott Simpson had a chance to say that the city, uh, the city seal of San Diego, was a flip flop rampant over a field of volleyballs. Yeah, which is something that I've held very close to my heart ever since. Terrific. What? <laughs> yeah, flip flop rampant over a field of volleyballs. I've got to look up the seal. Yeah, it's not actually it. He was just goofing around. Oh, just goofing around. Oh, just, just an old goof. Class- just a classic goof. I get it now. Just a classic goof. But I mean, the best part about the cat fancy dinghy is that um, Lil Wayne is usually there. What? Yeah, sure. And he's and he's got a he's got a he travels with an army of video vixens. Oh yeah. He's pouring heavy cream on him. Oh yeah, I bet he is. Sure, that's a nice dinghy. It's a lot of fun. We'll be back in just a second. On Jordan Jesse go. La, 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 la. I'm Jesse Thorne, the host of Bullseye. Bullseye's your guide to what's good in pop culture. Every week, I'll sit down with people like Elvis Costello, Elizabeth Banks, and Spike Lee to talk about their creative work and their lives. Find your new favorite TV show, book, movie, or album and gain new insights into the things you already love. That's Bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Gillian, um, yeah, 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 Jacobs. You don't have to. I liked yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to change your nickname. I think some people think they have to have a new nickname. Oh. You just go with Gilly Beans? Sure. Gillian Beans. Gillian Beans Beans. Gillian Beans yeah. Beans is even better than Yeah, Gillian Beans Beans. beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gillian Beans Beans. <laughs> yeah, that is fun. That's my favorite. That's uh, our Electro Clash band. I was going to say my uh, all-girl Japanese punk band. <laughs> there you go. Either way. 
Uh, when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our beloved segment, jo- uh, Jordan Jesse Go. No, it's called Momentous Occasions. <laughs> the podcast. What are we on? Episode 390 or Jordan something. Jesse Go, colon, Momentous Occasions, colon. The <laughs> Yes. There you go. I was going to say the ghost dimension. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. Uh, let's take our first call. Hi, this is Jeremy from Brooklyn. Um, I recently started working at an ad agency. Um, Can you, you know, pause it for a second? Office, except- I like this Jeremy from Brooklyn. I want to make that clear at the start. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want I, – because we, uh, we had a caller calling in using a ridiculous voice. They ended up last week or two weeks ago. They posted on Facebook about their experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we had laughed about the ridiculous voice they were using. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a ra- it was a committed Max Funster. I don't want him to think that we think anything but the best of him for calling in on to our program, ridiculous voice or no. Sure. Uh, I like that Jeremy has called in from Brooklyn uh, using uh, like let's make a scheme together voice. <laughs> like I don't know if that's his natural voice or he's doing a thing or maybe he's nervous because he's talking to the message machine, uh, but. Yeah. All right, you this. mugs. <laughs> yeah, mugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's let's press play there, Brian. Hi, this is Jeremy from Brooklyn. Um, I recently started working at an ad agency. Um, you know, just like a normal office, except that today I've made my debut as a talking turkey in an ad. Uh, I feel pretty good. Thanks. Yeah, you should feel good. I mean, you know, obviously, I think we all noted the man's unusual voice. Fucking perfect for a talking turkey. What a home Gee, fucking that run. is great. Good casting ad God. agency. If you got a voice like that, just work at an ad agency. You'll be a talking animal before long. Do it. <sighs> Gillian, have you ever been, had to be the voice of anything? I've done cartoon voices. Oh, yeah? What have you been? I was Stobby on Monsters vs. Aliens, the TV show, which lasted for one season. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um... What else have I done? What is Stabby? Stabby was a... Sorry, we mispronounced Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. There were two A's in there. Mm-hmm. Was I a monster or was I an alien? <laughs> you could have been the product of an unholy union between a yeah. monster and an alien. I think I was an alien. Mm-hmm. I was an alien. I was purple. Mm-hmm. I was very tall. And I had a dog-like creature called Vornikarn. Vornikarn. <laughs> this sounds fucking rad. Yeah, why one season? I don't know. Bring it back. Why are you not doing a panel on this at Comic-Con? Uh, if they can organize one, I'll be there. You know what? Give it 15 years. It'll yeah. be like, I'm sure there's a Snorks panel right now at <laughs> yeah, Comic-Con. Yeah. Ricky Lindholm was in the cast. It was it was what? a good cast, yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, Netflix. Now. Hey, now. As long as you're bringing shit back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring, get more Vornicon. Bring Vornicon back. Vornicarn, Vornicon. I can't remember. If you're worried about it not having a big enough audience, I know a couple podcasters who'd be interested in roles. Sure. Sure. I could be one, Stob- Tom Sharpley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number two. I, I think I know the perfect two guys to play Stobby's friends. Yeah. She had no friends, guys. Oh, what? Fuck. Was she lonely? She, yeah, she was very unliked by the rest of the crew. Oh, oh wow. Uh, Yeah. Um, what I did a I did a mini series for Cartoon Network called Long Live the Royals that I much enjoyed doing. Was that about that was about the Royals, <laughs> the Kansas City Royals? It was. Yeah. You got it. George it, Brett, Dan Quisenberry. Yes, all of those people. The late Dan Quisenberry, may he rest mm-hmm. in peace. What a name. Yeah, submarine pitcher. 
Submarine. Oh, wait. This is better. This is more Comic-Con down the middle. I did a voice on um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <sighs> Hell That's yeah. That's fun. That's yeah. some cred right there. Yeah. You can take that all the way to the Comic-Con you know, bank. Dana Snyder was this was a special guest on our uh, uh, Comic-Con show. Didn't get to come out. Nope. <laughs> our mics got cut before he came no. out. No. Oh, was that the show where you guys yeah, got? Yeah, they got kicked <laughs> off. And Dana Snyder's a great guy, though. Yeah. Very nice guy. Super funny. What I did you play on show. Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Some sort of... It was the Larry Miller hair system episode, and <laughs> I played... Who was the um, who was the neighbor who wore the undershirt all the time? Carl. Carl. So in this world, Carl got... Uh, what was it? Larry Miller was herring, selling some kind of hair system. I know. Trying to recount the plot of an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force is it does feel like you're going crazy. I played Carl's wife in an alternate universe. Okay. How's that? That's yeah. great. That's that terrific. Dope. Yeah. Like that. that was that was really exciting for me. Jordan, how come this is a serious question. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of frivolity on the show. You probably have got a sense of the the usual tone of this I'm show. I'm having a great time. Frivolous. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> Frivolous if nothing else. Mm-hmm. By the way, stop doing takes to microphone. <laughs> it simply doesn't work. <laughs> I think it comes through. I think it, 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 the I, energy look, is the ener- right. We yeah. all know when it comes to physical comedy, you're a real Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> but this is serious. How long have we been doing Jordan Jesse Go, Jordan? A month or two? <laughs> Minimum. Yeah. Minimum a month or two. How many cartoon shows are there? I don't know. Several. Several. You and I are both professional actors, are we not? Mm, yeah. We've both been on Comedy Bang Bang one time. Sure. <laughs> My episode hasn't aired yet, but I was I filmed one. Yeah. I could get cut uh, from being bad. You were in that bank commercial. Mm-hmm. I was in that local television commercial in San Francisco where I had to take off all my clothes. Mm-hmm. What? They pay me three hundred dollars. What? So we're both professional <laughs> actors. We are real professional actors. And we're celebrities with a built in following. Sure. Think about, think about, I mean, I'm not, a lot of people will say to me right now, Jesse, you're just talking about Lothreeper. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about Lothreeper. I'm talking about Lothreeper. I'm talking about Cracksworth. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about uh, uh, Rach Tacular. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Drew Davenport. Mm-hmm. These people... These people will follow us to the end of the earth. I've got five digits of Twitter followers that would be very interested in your program. Ladies and gentlemen, if you create your own cartoon programs, you're leaving hard green cash money (laughs) on the table, not casting us in your programs. Mm -hmm. You can call it stunt casting. And sure, it will have the impact of stunt casting, but you're also bringing gifted professional actors to your program, do you need efforts? We'll give you efforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's heavy. Ooh. Oh, ow! How about that? That's that's, that's I stepped on something in my son's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't wearing shoes. Yeah. Could be a cartoon about that. Louis Anderson, if you're out there, we will come on Louis's World. <laughs> life with Louis? Life yes. with Louie. I, oh. I think you conflated Life with Louis and Bobby's World. Okay, Bobby. The two, the two Bobby's 80s world. stand-up comedians that weirdly got kids' cartoons. I'll come on Bobby's World. I'll come on the game show with the suitcases of money. <laughs> sure. Deal What's or that? no deal. Deal or no deal. I just think that people are leaving... A lot of money on the table, and um, do you have a dream show? Maybe we should 
make this specific. Yeah, I mean, of course I want to be on Adventure Time, but I want to be on... Oh, Ar- I was on Adventure Time. <laughs> ah, you've, you've fucking hung out with Kiefer Sutherland. You've been on Adventure Time. He's never been on Archer. I you bet. are living. You are living both She's of our dreams. She's probably on the new season of Archer, and we just haven't seen it yet. I have been on Archer. <gasps> Who were you on Archer? I was a senator. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you think I'm joking right now? Fuck me. No, but you can go fuck yourself, <laughs> Gillian Jacobs. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was my former friend, mm. Gillian Jacobs, mm. from Archer. I'm just saying. Was I on Archer? Can you verify that? (laughs) Maybe I wasn't on Archer. I might have made that up. I was a senator on something. Might have been Archer. Was it? Was it the musical Damn Yankees? Maybe I wasn't on Archer. Maybe I wasn't. I don't think I was on Archer, guys. You don't. No, Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers. Is I on Venture Brothers? Venture Brothers is pretty that's good one, too. That's still fucking pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah, a really good one. really good. I was okay. on Venture Brothers. Well, still. Stands. I'm, we're still mad. Yeah, I'm glad I mad. caught that one before John Kasich got all those tweets. <laughs> okay, let's take All right, I want to be on Archer. You can be on Adventure We all do. Time. Put us all three. Put okay, us on as three we're friends. We're a package deal now. Yeah. Yeah. If now, from here on out, Gillian doesn't work unless we're working. <laughs> yeah. Let's take our next call. <laughs> call your agent. Let your agent <laughs> Jordan Jesse go. Good morning. This is Mrs. G from Tennessee calling in from a occasion. I am on my way home with 16 beautiful coaching chickens. I have decided to go ahead and get into the chicken business. I decided to get them, get them, get them, and see what I can do. Uh, I am terrified that I'm going to fuck it up colossally and kill every single one of them, but uh, that's what this year is for. Don't just Fuck it and do it. So here we go. I'm terrified. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. This is G from Tennessee. This is G from Making Tennessee. Making it happen. Suck it, Van. Yeah. Van is out. Mrs. G is in. Best caller ever. Way to go. A little sing-song voice. I mean, Miss G from Tennessee, I don't know what you were what you were leaving behind yeah. to get into the chicken business. Yeah. I would guess it was professional radio announcing One because of your beautiful voice. If and, not possibly ballpark announcing. And melodic timber. It might be Dawn from En Vogue. Could be. She could probably do harmony. Do you think Miss G from Tennessee should replace Vin Scully? Yeah, I think so. When Vin Scully retires, <laughs> mm-hmm. end of the year. Yeah. Bring... But, I mean, I'm sure Miss G from Tennessee is going to have so much success in the chicken business. Honestly, I'd like to hear Mrs. G from Tennessee uh, fill the shoes of the late, great Mel Allen as the mm. host of This Week in Baseball. Mm. I mean, that's... But, you know, she's gonna got this chicken dream. But, Let's not push her into professional voice work. And I would like to hear her say, how about that, before I commit to having sure. her replace Mel oh, Allen. Oh, and but. also, awesome baby, so she can replace Dick <laughs> Vitale. <laughs> And also, let's get ready to rumble. Right. So can replace That's Michael too Buffer. expensive to say. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that, Jesse. A, uh, a, a, when I was working for the aforementioned Fuel TV, yeah. we were at a, a – I did, I did like goofy interviews at red carpets. Uh-huh. And Michael Buffer was at the red carpet. The weirdest fucking people show up at these things. Like it's the people who are in the movie but also just like people who's – Publicist, publicist got them. Got there, them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was all at, all at these things. You would always see Lloyd from Entourage, uh-huh. the guy who played Jeremy Piven's assistant, would just be at anything, whether he was, you know, related to it or not. 
Uh, but also Michael Buffer, the guy who did that, and my the producer I was there with me was like, get him to say, are you uh, are you ready to rumble? Because then we can use it in things because it's our audio. Mm-mm. Let's get ready to rumble. Excuse me. Michael Buffer fucking knew this trick. Oh, yeah. He knew that his shit was copyrighted. Mm-hmm. He's not going to say it for free to some fucking bozos from Deep Cable. Did he give you an alternate like bootleg version? Like, Did he go like... Let's get ready to schmumble. Here's what he did. Yeah. It was for the red carpet to you, you know? don't mess with the Zohan. Can oh, I, yeah. And he I... said, let's get ready for Zohan. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know. Uh, so we've got that audio if anybody wants to use that for something. I don't know if you knew this, but since they, they've had a lot of uh, success producing shows for uh, HBO and stuff, <clears throat> uh, the Duplass brothers have been doing really well financially, mm-hmm. and they actually hired him to say, let's get ready to mumble. For, <laughs> for their mumblecore movies. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. That was awful. Also, yeah, I guess you say like Mickey Rourke hires him or something to – yeah, before to say he goes it into for an his, audition for his little dogs. Yeah. Anyway, okay. we can punch up that joke later. Let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Adam from Nashville. Can you pause this, Brian? Occasion. This is probably a really good call. It's just kind of a letdown after Mrs. G yeah. from Tennessee. Let's hear, listen. If let's listen to it. Mm-hmm. Let's, I'm willing to give it. And a let's fair just shake. let's just give ourselves permission to bail if we don't like it. Okay. Like, just go home? Yeah, or I mean, just sort you know, of like how move what, on. Sort of like what Gillian would do if she found out that she got a part, but we weren't involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's hear it. We'll take the temperature of the room. If we want to bail, we'll bail. Okay, good. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Adam from Nashville calling with a momentous occasion. I just... um to get gas at a gas station here and a nice homeless man decided he would come up to me and try to sell me a hot dog he had recently purchased inside said gas station and I politely refused and he went on to try to sell that hot dog to many of the other customers at the gas station and as I was getting back in my car to leave I hear a knock at my door at my window and he it knocks, I roll down the window just a bit, and he yells something incoherent and then shoves the hot dog into the crack of my window, spilling hot dog guts and ketchup and mustard all over my car. I opened the door, threw it out, and sped away as fast as I could. Um, I'm scared of homeless men with hot dogs. Anyway, thanks. Have a great day. Bye. Do you think he was already scared of that before this, or it's a new thing? I'm bailing. Not into it. Not into it? Yeah. And I just say one thing. Yeah. This guy's from Tennessee, right? Yeah. Just like Miss G. You know, this hot dog yeah. guy, you know, line of business he should have got into? Oh, God. Chickens. Yeah. Yeah. That's bail. where the money is. You guys want to bail? Let's bail. Okay. Bye. 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 La, 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 la. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Gillian, Gillian, Beans, Beans, Jacobs. <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. Beans I like are it. fun. Beans, Beans. Oh, beans. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on any thoughts on you look like you're gazing off into the distance wistfully like you had a love affair with some beans <laughs> that you were like remembering fondly? In a way I have uh, I have had a love affair with beans <laughs> because uh I I literally I very sincerely was daydreaming about that 
Apart from waiting for Guff Movie Ghost, big fat oh, yeah. juicy beans. <laughs> Holds up. <laughs> Holds up great. Everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about it. Uh, well, Gillian Jacobs, what a joy it has been to have you on our program. We're so grateful to have had you here. I learned so much. <laughs> do you want to like recap it? Or do you just have some stray thoughts? What are you, what are you going to take away from this experience? Are there. we ready for Bean's final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> There's a video game where you're a lawyer. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a comic book where you're you're a you're a time. Maybe space traveler. Yeah. Yeah. An Earth-based man who will sometimes go into space. Yeah. But you travel through time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're not a time lord. But you're not a time lord. And um, there's different types of t-shirt guns. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. I can't think of anything else. Well, I mean... This could have been a five-minute episode. <laughs> we're all going to get into the chicken business. There's no well, yeah. That. Well, let's see how it goes for Miss G from Tennessee, and then we'll follow in her footsteps. Yeah, I'm interested to hear in the future how – because, you know, did you know that uh, chickens eat, peck, peck each other to death? Oh, I did know that. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes for, for Mrs. G from Tennessee. Hopefully she'll give us a call. Put little mittens update. on their beaks. That's a really good point. Yeah. Then what would they eat? Well, they'll have IVs. <laughs> like glucose strips. Got it. Well, you'd have to hire a lot of chicken nurses. Well, you know, you can just like get people who are in chicken nursing school to come by. Right, or like chicken medical assistants. Yeah. Chicken phlebotomists. There's a way to do it on the cheap. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the, I'm not even half the businessman you are, frankly, Jordan. I appreciate your I've insights. had a lot of success in the barnyard arts. Got it. The biarts, I call them. <laughs> <laughs> Animal husbandry? Is that what you... Uh, that, yeah, yeah, that too. Well, All that. He calls them the Bjarns. Oh, sorry, the Bjarns. The I think he was pretty clear about sorry, that, Sorry, Gillian. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> he went to BYU. <laughs> um, Gillian Jacobs... Oh, sharts. I got my... <laughs> sharts. Got it. Uh, Gillian Jacobs, the star of love. Second season on the way. Yeah. Because the first one was so fun. Thanks. Kyle Kinane. He's been on Jordan Jessica Go, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. No. Really? Mm-hmm. He's we been on Bullseye. Kyle... Huh? We should get Kyle Kinane on Jordan Jessica Go. That'd be great. He's got that distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. People are going to love that. Tried to get him to go see an all-female Descendants cover band with me, and he couldn't because he was in New York. What a fucking asshole. Get at him on Twitter. You know what he was probably doing while he was over there in New York? Mm. Recording liners for Comedy Central. Yeah. Another voice, It'll another job we don't have. Sure. Yeah. It's a good gig. <sighs> anyway. One time a Jordan Jessica fan named King Grebo tried to get me that job. He was a really nice guy. That's cool. Yeah, and Kyle Kinane got it. He's a really nice guy too. Yeah. I'm just saying that we should really be on Archer by now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a roundabout way to get to that point, but sure. No, I think it was pretty, you know, it's an important point, Jordan. It is. No, I know. I know. It's like if you asked, let's say you asked Bernie Sanders about Kyle Kinane. Mm-hmm. Would he get around to breaking up the banking system? <laughs> Wait, what? Because it's important. Yeah, no, there you go. He would. You got to circle back to what's important, what's close to your heart, what you're passionate about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen, at the very least, do some impreg art of us. (laughs) Yes, please. We can't be a famous voiceover actor. I just want a drawing of me where I'm pregnant and I look distressed about it. Yeah. Oh, you're supposed to be distressed? Oh, yeah, that's that's a facet of impreg artists that the men... Look, they look uncomfortable. They're, are they worried because men don't usually get pregnant? I think it's just it hurts them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they're don't... like, oh, that's like their face like, oh, no. 
<laughs> I'm barred and I'm pregnant. Oh, no. How are we not? How are we not doing cartoon voices right now? Yeah. Did you hear that, America? <laughs> Gillian Jacobs is on Love. It is a it is a fucking great show. It's really, a, yeah. it's really, and uh, Gillian is particularly spectacular on it. You should go out and watch it on your Netflix um, and appreciate that major entertainment star Gillian Jacobs took the time to stop by our program. The least you can do is stop by her program on the Netflix website, which is Netflix.org. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> 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 yes, government organization. <laughs> our, producer is, our producer is Brian Fernandez, a.k.a. Sunny D, laughing outside the box, making noises that upset some of you. Uh, MaximumFun.reddit.com is where you can talk about it on Reddit and you can join the Maximum Fun group on Facebook. If you're on Twitter, hashtag it JJGo. We're always interested to see what people have to say about the show on Twitter there. Hashtag Tag your impregs. You know what? Get in on the conversation. Mm-hmm. Use social. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Tweet your uh, corrections and comments to at rep underscore hunter, mm-hmm. uh, the vaping congressman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if you want to come to Max Funcon East, tickets on sale now, maxfuncon.com. Do it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.